Please continue to hold. Your call is important to us. Hey, you've reached Johnny. Hello, nerds and future nerds, if this is new to you. Um, it's season two. The long-awaited season two. I don't know who was waiting for it more, me or you. Um, <laughs> but it's finally happening here, season two. Hi, I'm alive. Um, I did take a little bit longer to put up season two just because it's been a rough month, y'all. Uh, I don't know if anybody else has been feeling this way or if it's just me. Um, but creatively, March was not it. Um... But it's April, we're back, spring forward, um, lots of things are looking up. Uh, I've got, you know, lots of things to catch you up on. So I thought I would start season two with just me. So hello, you've reached Johnny and just Johnny. <laughs> um, yeah, I figured I would start off season two with a little bit more about me uh, get to know me a little bit more. So this is going to be a shorter, uh, probably a shorter episode. Um, and we're just gonna, it's just gonna be me. So if that's not something that you want to hear, just my voice, then uh, I'll see you next week. Uh, if you're okay with just hearing my voice, then stick around. I got a few things on the docket that I'm pretty excited to talk about. So let's get into it. All right. So Hello, I'm Johnny. If you are new to the podcast or if you are new to me, really, maybe you listen to the podcast and you don't know much about me. Um, yeah, I started doing this podcast back in January. Yeah, and it's always been kind of a thing that I wanted to do. I've told my friends multiple times, I want to start a podcast, I want to start a podcast. And uh, it took me so it took me a really long time to just do it. And uh, I've given some of my friends recently the advice of just put it out there. It doesn't matter how it sounds. Um, and I don't know, just recently I've been very unmotivated to do anything creative. I don't know. Again, like I said, I don't know if anybody else has felt that way, but that's kind of where I have been at in my podcast journey, my creative journey. Um, but things are things are going pretty good so far and it's only April I'm recording this on April 3rd so it could go up tomorrow um, but it's only April 3rd and so far in April I have gotten the vaccine woot woot um, so I'm vaccinated I got the Johnson and Johnson shot if anybody's wondering or wants to shame me that's fine um, <laughs> that's all that was available um, and it's one shot and apparently you know whatever anyway so I got the Johnson and Johnson. I got the Johnson and Johnson shot on Wednesday, uh, and so Thursday and Friday were brutal. Um, oh, I'm sorry. I got it on Thursday. I got it on Thursday, the first. So yeah, really starting off April pretty well. So I got it on Thursday, and that day was brutal as well as Friday. So I felt really sick yesterday, kind of like hungover. I had a headache. Um, my body ached. I just, you know, and I tried to take care of myself, you know, drinking smoothies and taking some vitamins. Um, I tried to steer away from Tylenol 
or any sort of pain meds just to let the um, vaccination work its magic so but yeah it's Saturday it's been two days and I feel great I feel fantastic I um <laughs> it's not it's obviously not like a super serum I'm no I'm not like a superhero all of a sudden but that's kind of how I feel I don't know if it's just the fact that I've gotten some sun in the past few days because I've taken um, a babysitting gig uh, that has allowed me to go outside and has allowed me to be in the sun. Yeah, that's a game changer. The sun, you guys. Uh, also, daylight savings has really just lifted my spirits. I don't know if anybody else feels that way, but I, yeah, I think... A couple years ago, it was on one of the ballots to change daylight savings uh, just to not exist anymore. And I really was confused why anyone wouldn't wouldn't want that. But I, after being locked inside for all of winter and not seeing the sun, it really does take a toll on you, you know? So anyway... Daylight savings, being vaccinated, getting a gig that allows me to go outside and, you know, be in the sun, be in the fresh air has all really contributed to, um, I don't know, lifting my spirits. So today I got a video for my YouTube channel recorded. Shout out my YouTube channel at Nerdy J. Um, <laughs> at Nerdy J. <laughs> just Nerdy J on YouTube. Um, yeah, I got a video down of things that I purchased in quarantine to help my anxiety. So that'll be going up this week. That'll be fun. But uh, that and I, I recorded a trailer for this podcast, which I have been trying to do for a very long time. And I finally got around to doing that. So that'll be up tomorrow as well as doing this episode. So, you know, lots of good things happening. I hope you guys are also feeling this like shift in uh you know last year being pretty rough last year obviously last year last month being pretty rough and hopefully things are looking up for april um going forward so that's awesome uh i also wanted to talk about a few things that i'm loving recently a couple things that have also helped me my spirits be lifted and a couple things that are just happening in the world that i would like to discuss with myself because <laughs> I am talking to myself in this episode. So things I've been loving, a show that I recently have been binge watching is Riverdale. I already hear the shaming comments. I already know. Yes, it's a very cheesy show. Yes, it is. It's on the CW, you guys. Obviously, it's craptastic. Like, but if you know me, you know that those are my types of movies and shows so just let me have it anyway Riverdale is fantastic um the acting on that show is superb um and by superb I mean Oscar winning uh Emmy winning just the greatest script on the face of the planet um yeah highly recommend Riverdale uh that's I think this past season has been spoiler alert uh, had dealt with some crazy game and some people were like dying and like you know something about a gargoyle king so I don't know Riverdale just really just really lifts my spirits okay 
So my boyfriend and I have been into Riverdale. If you haven't checked it out, check it out, especially if you love craptastic things or, you know, movies that are rated five and below on Rotten Tomatoes. You'll really, really enjoy Riverdale. So that's really exciting. What's another thing? Um, also, another thing that I am really obsessed with is Ariana Grande and Demi Lovato collabing on a song. That's exciting. I have been watching Demi Lovato's um, YouTube series and it's pretty cool. I will say that it is pretty similar to the last one that she put out. Um, I don't know if this is going to be like a thing where every time we get an album, we get like a Siri, I don't know. I don't know. It, you know, it, it, look, it's inspiring. Her story is inspiring. The crap that she went through is pretty crazy. So, um, I love her. It's entertaining for me. Um, not that I take her pain as entertainment, but I do enjoy seeing the behind the scenes as scary as it is, as, you know, pretty dark as it is. Um, it is nice to have transparency from celebrities nowadays, which I feel like we're getting a lot of. I feel like we're getting a lot of transparency from a lot of Hollywood, I guess you could say, um, which is nice. I mean, the whole documentary of Demi Lovato is basically everyone that worked with her basically calling her out as like not the greatest to work with while she was, you know, using. So the, you got to have a lot of balls to have your employees on just to basically tell the world how much of a dread it was to work with you. Um, so yeah, I recommend that. That has been, I wouldn't say lifting my spirits, but, uh, it's nice to see her, um, you know, it's nice to see her again. You know what I mean? Her album is good. Um, it launched... Or it came out yesterday. I've listened to it three times already. I didn't like it, then I liked it, then I didn't like it, and now I kind of love it. I feel like that that's... I feel like that is me with all of her albums. I don't know. I'm more of an upbeat Megan Trainer type of gal. I know a lot of people don't like that. <laughs> Actually, probably the vast majority of people don't like that. But I will say it. I'm not embarrassed to say it. Megan Trainor is like one of my favorite people. And I just love her friggin' music. So I'm more of a that kind of vibe with a occasional Kehlani. Um, and, you know, some Ari thrown in as well as like Lady Gaga. So that is me in a nutshell. Think of me um, as like, I don't know. That's just me. I have the taste of a flamboyant gay. Anyways, that is my taste. The Demi Lovato album is, yeah, I yeah, I kind of love it. I I there are definitely some songs on there that are a little questionable as far as like lyrics go, but the collabs are amazing. Um, Dancing with the Devil is fantastic. I really love that song. But uh, overall, yeah, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it like a solid 
7 out of 10. It's not her best. It's not my favorite album of hers, but I assume that it was cathartic for her. And it's very, you know, again, like opposite of Megan Trainer. You know what I mean? Where like Megan Trainer's very like upbeat and let's all be happy. And Demi Lovato obviously just went through the darkest time of her life. And so, you know, it's an album about that. So take it for what it is. Along the music, going off of the music category, another thing I'm absolutely loving is this uproar about Lil Nas X. Lil Nas, is it? I believe he's Lil Nas the 10th. I think that's what the X stands for. Don't quote me on that, but everybody calls him Lil Nas X, so we're just going to call him that. Everybody's in an uproar about Lil Nas X, his video, his song. I would just say I'm obsessed with Lil Nas X. Um, His TikTok is fantastic. He's like the funniest creator on TikTok. And that song is legitimately stuck in my head. Montero, if you haven't, um, or Call Me By Your Name, I think they're the same song. Yes, they're the same song. <laughs> there, it's a fantastic song. I don't. It's just great, and the imagery that is used in the video is just fantastic. Like using the imagery to basically stick the middle finger at people and say, you know what? You told me I was gonna go to hell for being gay. Well, bet. <laughs> like, it's just fantastic. It's fantastic. Uh, Lil Nas, big fan, big big fan. Um, another thing that I'm really loving, I'm sure a lot of people can relate who are into, I'm really into pop culture and celebrity drama and like YouTuber drama specifically. So if you're in that realm and you're probably between the ages of like 16 to 23, (laughs) I'm 26. So maybe you're 26 also. I don't know, but I feel like this is for a younger demographic. If you're into the YouTuber drama, I'm loving this bi-sister movement. I'm absolutely loving it. Tati Westbrook was like my favorite YouTuber before, obviously, like two years ago. If you don't know what I'm talking about, please Google it. It was Dramagate. It was fantastic. The whole drama realm of YouTube is fantastic. Anyway... Tati Westberg was one of my favorite YouTubers because I really enjoyed makeup YouTube for a really long time. So I was, you know, a follower of Tati and um, I'd never James Charles. I think he was too young for me. <laughs> Ironic. Anyway, uh, so Tati, Jeffrey, like the whole Shane thing, the everything. Like I was obsessed. Um, so when she came out with Sisters, I totally believed her. Nobody else believed her, but I did. So then there was like the back and forth, yada yada, between James and Tati, and this whole thing blew up. Fast forward to present day, and James Charles is getting canceled for the exact same thing of being a, um, you know, just liking younger people, younger men. Um, and so this has got him in some hot water and he's already been in some hot water before that. So, you know, I'm just watching this all play out on this little podcast. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. Actually, probably a lot of you guys haven't heard of it because I've checked my demographic. And if, again, you probably know nothing about this, but hopefully you do. And I'm not just talking to a wall, which I'm literally doing right now. 
um, the Frenemies podcast with Trisha Paytas and Ethan Klein. Just a little tiny podcast. Um, and also H3 After Dark. Loving their coverage on it. It's fantastic. Trisha Paytas is my spirit animal. We actually have very, very similar birth charts, which, make, which makes so much sense. Um, I just wish my placements were in... Some of my placements were aligned with hers because then I would be a little bit, um, I would just care less. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I would probably have accomplished a lot because I would have cared less, <laughs> which I feel like Trisha Paytas just has, you know, big cojones. So she gets things done. She gets things done. She gets, she's in a lot of projects. She just makes her dreams come true, man. Like you just got to applaud that. I know she's problematic. I know Ethan's problematic. We're all problematic to be honest, but there are some of us that are more problematic than others. So, you know, there's some people that definitely do need to be canceled. I just feel like, you know, there's, there's been growth, right? Anyway, Trisha Betis, Ethan Klein, Frenemies Podcast, fantastic. Loving the coverage of Bye Sister. Also loving the coverage of this David Dobrik thing. If you guys don't know who David Dobrik is, he's the guy who gives out Teslas. If you don't know who the guy who gives out Teslas is, Google it. It's David Dobrik. He is a very popular YouTuber, gives out Teslas, makes puzzles that you can't win, stuff like that. So he's been dropped from all kinds of, a lot of his contracts have been pulled for some sponsorships. Um, he's been pulled out of the anti-bullying tour, thank God. So, you know, I'm just really, not that I love to see people fail. I just really like seeing people who have done horrific things just kind of be knocked down a peg, you know, because at the end of the day, David Dobrik's going to be fine. He's going to have money. Same thing with James Charles, you know, um, you know, they're going to be fine. It's just, they need to be humbled. They need to be called out on certain things. I feel that way with literally everyone. Just like, honestly, even with myself, I do hate it in the moment of being called out on certain things, but I do appreciate it at the end of the day. You know, it makes me a better person. It makes me reflect. It makes me, you know, look inward. Um, and so I just feel like, David Do people like David Dobrik, all these influencers really like across the board, um, just need to be knocked down a peg. Like at the end of the day, hello, if you're a bad person, bad things are going to happen. You know, you know what I mean? Anyway, so I've been loving that in pop, <laughs> pop culture, um, which has been, you know, just a wild ride. If anybody else is on that wild ride, you know what I'm talking about. Um, I don't have a lot of drama from my everyday, you know, life. So anything that I can get on the internet is, you know, it's pretty fun. Not going to lie. Um, so yeah, that's what's been, that's stuff, pop culture stuff that's really been getting me going. Um, going back to shows that I've been really enjoying, obviously, if you know anything about me, WandaVision is all I could talk about last month. Um, it was really the only thing getting me through last month. Um, it was amazing. WandaVision is fantastic. All of the Marvel Cinematic Universe is fantastic. I was missing out my whole life. Um, 
and I'm so glad that I was introduced to the Marvel Universe with WandaVision. They did exactly what they set out to do, which was to grab a new demographic of people, i.e. me. Um, and they succeeded. So that was that was a fantastic show. If you haven't seen it, go see it. Disney Plus. If you need a Disney Plus uh, account, you know, maybe message me. If I like you, I'll give you my login. If I don't, well, then I will tell you that I canceled it. Anyway... So Disney Plus, go check it out. Another thing that they just came out with was Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which has been not as interesting to me as WandaVision, just because WandaVision was just so set up to be mysterious and who is this person? And I don't know. I just really like the setup of WandaVision a lot. Um, I really like the setup of WandaVision a lot. So Falcon and the Winter Soldier is, it's good. I think it's good. I think it will be even better, obviously. Um, so far, so far it's good. I am waiting for it to kind of pick up a little bit. I know a lot of people felt that way with WandaVision for the first three episodes. Um, the first three episodes were amazing to me just because I love old TV shows. I like confusing elements. I like mis- like puzzle, almost like puzzle pieces. So the first three episodes of WandaVision did not bother me at all. Um, I know a lot of people were like, okay, it's kind of slow to start because we don't know what's really going on and blah, blah, blah. To me, it was just, it was just set up so perfectly. And I really enjoyed the first couple episodes because... I like old TV shows, so old TV shows, old movies, um, so everything just went swell. (laughs) So anyway, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is another show that we've been watching that I've been enjoying. What are some things, some shows that I have tried that I cannot get into? Ginny and Georgia, okay? I was recommended to watch Ginny and Georgia. (laughs) If you have not watched Ginny and Georgia... I saw a few episodes. I I wasn't like totally paying attention because I was cleaning. But I will say from what I heard and what I was kind of watching, it's not really my cup of tea, to be honest. Um, So Ginny and Georgia is about like a mom who had her kid at 15. Um, Her child is half black um, and they move to this new town and I guess um, the mom remarried and had a kid with someone else. So the young girl has a younger brother um, and the mom's husband just died and he was pretty rich, yada yada. It looks like they're changing their whole whatever. The whole thing, I just can't get past that. I understand that the mom was 15 when she had her child, but the mom looks like she's 12. She looks super, super young. I have a young mom. And so I know that, yes, they look young, but they don't look that young. Like, moms still kind of look like moms. I don't know. Maybe that's just my opinion. I don't know. I just can't get past it. The casting, I just, I, I can't. The young girl is great. Um, and her brother's great. The, the, right, <laughs> me, I literally just told you guys to watch Riverdale. <laughs> But see, this is exactly my taste. Like I tell you guys to watch Riverdale, but Ginny and George is literally trending on Netflix and I, I, I don't like it. <laughs> so 
yeah, if you have seen Ginny and Georgia and you like it, let me know when it gets better because I'm on episode three and it's just, it's just not it. I don't know. I'm just not into it. Maybe it's just me. Yeah. Also, something I'm super excited about, but I have to wait for is uh, Law and Order. What is it? Law and Order Organized Crime. Stabler comes back for a Law and Order episode of SVU, and that's going to introduce his spinoff show of Organized Crime. I'm so excited for that. Law and Order SVU is like one of my favorite shows. I've literally seen every single episode, and they have like 21 seasons or something like that. I've probably seen a couple seasons multiple times, <laughs> but I'm a creature of habit. I only like certain shows. Um, but I'm very, very excited about this for Stapler to come back for the show, um, his spinoff show. I just think it's going to be fantastic. So that's what I've been loving on TV. <laughs> Lots of media. Sorry about that. Um, is there anything that I've been liking that's not media? Oh, if you're a coffee nerd um, like me, I have been trying out some of the Starbucks drinks. If you follow me on TikTok at uh, nerdycoffee33, I have tried the brown sugar shaken espresso as well as the uh, chocolate almond shaken espresso recently that have been super hyped all over TikTok. I'm not a fan. I did not like it. I don't know if it was the milk. I don't know what was going on, but this just wasn't my favorite. Um, if you liked it, DM me, let me know. Um, like maybe I need to try it with something else. I don't know. I normally do like the, the Starbucks double shots, which is what those espressos are essentially. And so the Starbucks double shot, if you didn't know, and you only know it as the shaken espresso was just that. It was shaken espresso over ice. Um, and they put classic syrup in it and they actually did have one more shot of espresso than they are putting in the drinks that they're selling as shaken espressos now. So it was more caffeinated. Um, and they used to just top it off with half and half, um, or whatever your milk of choice is. So they would just shake the espresso with classic syrup put it in a cup and then top it off with whatever milk. Um, and that was just delicious. But these new shaken espressos, I just, I don't know what it is because maybe it's the oat milk, maybe it's the almond milk. Not my fave. It tastes like water. Um, and also these ingredients are so easy to make at home. Now that I have been making a lot of coffee at home, which is rare for me. Anybody who knows me knows that I'm like big on buying coffee and getting coffee from various places. I still do. Don't get me wrong. Still love me, you know, a good Dutch bros or, you know, a good, you know, local coffee shop. Sometimes I do go to Starbucks, um, but that's only because it's familiar to me. Uh, and it's, you know, it's an addiction anyway. But now that I've been making more at home, uh, I've gotten some cold brew packs. I've gotten some passion tea. I even buy the little like Tazo um, pre-made concentrated like teas, the chai tea and the passion tea. Those are fantastic. Um, the chai tea is obviously not authentic. So I do have a recipe for authentic chai that I got off of TikTok actually. Maybe I'll link the 
website in the description of this podcast if you're interested. But um, I did buy cardamom pods so that I can make um, classic chai at home. So once I'm done with the concentrate, I'm going to go ahead and do that. But yeah, uh, ever since I've been making them at home, I just don't see... I don't see the need to spend $6 on brown sugar and espresso. I don't have an espresso machine, so maybe that's why I did buy it that one time. But other than that, I just, I don't see the need. And this new cold foam, first of all, again, this is me going off on coffee. So if you're not a coffee person, I'm really sorry, but I hope you enjoy next week's episode with a guest. Um, The cold foam thing. So all of a sudden we're into cold foam. Is that not interesting to anybody else that we just decided to like whip heavy cream? So I felt like there was a shift going towards dairy-free things. And then all of a sudden cold foam comes around and all of a sudden we're not dairy-free. Like on TikTok, I've seen nothing but creamers, regular creamers, not dairy-free creamers. heavy creams, all that stuff. So people will put like oat milk in their latte and then top it off with cold foam, which whatever, do what you want. Obviously I would do that. Um, It's just interesting to me that we were going dairy free and then all of a sudden cold foam comes in and we're all about, you know, we're all about the fat, fatty fat milk. (laughs) Um, Cow's milk. So that's just been interesting. However, the best cold foam that I have made was with this sweet cream from Trader Joe's. Sweet cream from Trader Joe's. Find it in the dairy section. It is the best cold foam. It is, did make me break out like crazy. So I would probably not use it every day anymore. However, delicious, fantastic, amazing, impeccable, just the best. Um, If you're looking to try out a cold foam, If you would like to try out a dairy-free cold foam, coconut cream is always the way to go. Always. Just, it's the creamiest. Um, If you don't like coconut, sorry, but it is the creamiest alternative for a dairy-free cold foam. I think that's where I'm going to wrap up this episode. I hope you kind of got to know me more. I hope this episode (laughs) didn't scare you off. Um, But yeah, I thought I would start season two with just an episode with just me. Um... So you can get to know me and talk to me. And uh, if you stay till the end, thank you. If you (laughs) liked this episode, let me know. Maybe I'll do a couple more like this in between my guests. But I'm really excited for next week's episode. I have my good friend Maddie on. And uh, it's a little late. We did talk about the Emmys or the Emmys. That was a very long time ago. We talked about the Grammys. Um, So that's going to be a little bit late to the game. Grammys were like probably two and a half weeks ago by this point. Um, But it'll be fun. Yeah, she's great. And I hope you guys enjoy that episode. But that's it for me. I'm going to go. I'm hungry. So I've got to feed my dog. But uh, I hope things are looking up for you guys. Hope you enjoyed this episode. I will talk to you guys next week.